Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up, sisters and friends? Welcome back to the Sisters and Friends podcast. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope your week is starting off so good. It's about to get better because I have one of my close friends on the podcast. Her name is Elise. She is a gem. She is um, an angel, y'all. This girl's awesome, and she has a story to tell. We're going to be talking a lot about what it looks like to wait on God, what it looks like for God to be faithful even when you can't see it, all the things. And I know so many of you in your life right now are waiting on something. Maybe you're praying for something and you are not seeing the thing that you're praying for. God's not doing maybe what you expected him to do. Man, this conversation is for you. So go ahead, text it to all your sisters and friends, and we'll go ahead and get started. But Elise, I'm so excited that you're willing to share your story with everybody because I've gotten to have a front row seat for the past, what, two years? And it has been like a joy as a friend to get to see you walk this out. Um, It's been hard Mm -hmm. in certain times. It's been a time of rejoicing at other times, but I'm so thankful you get to tell your story. It's awesome. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, you've been through the the highs and the lows, the good and the bad. One of my hardest waiting seasons, but um, I'm so excited that we get to do this now and share it. It's going to be awesome. So for a little bit of context, and we'll get to this part later, but Elise and I became friends whenever I moved back from Nashville, and we were kind of really looking for friends. Um, Y'all were so sweet to us, and really our first friends we made here, Christian Mm -hmm. and Luke are like Mm -hmm. bros. Like (laughs) They work out together every Saturday. Me and Elise don't make it to the workout (laughs) train, but we've become sweet friends, and you joined a Bible study that I was doing at the time, and you really opened up to us about what you were waiting on, mm-hmm. which we'll get to later. But the waiting season of your life, um, it hasn't just been a season. It seems to be like multiple times in your life. Yes. And so let's just talk about that because so many people are waiting on the Lord, and I've had so many people ask me questions. Sadie, what do you do while you're waiting? Mm-hmm. And no one better to answer this than you, who has been so open about talking about that with people so let's go all the way back when did you first discover that you were in a waiting season with the Lord absolutely um gosh I feel like it's been throughout my whole life but um my first waiting season was in junior high I would say um and that is a waiting season that I would say I'm still in Mm -hmm. um I think that there's a lot of waiting seasons that are you know, resolved and answered and the the prayers get answered and then there's some that you're still waiting on yeah um but I will say that just because they don't get answered the way that you want doesn't mean God's not answering them. Yep. That's something that I've learned. And so it kind of goes back and forth. Some that were answered, some that were not. But my first one is one I'm still in um, with my mom. Hmm. My mom is my best friend. and um, She's so sweet. She is awesome. Uh, and I remember when I was probably 14, we were at my nanny's house, which is my mom's mom. And I overheard them talking, and she hmm. said, uh, we can just get you a wig um, if your hair falls wow. out. And I had no clue anything that my mom was even sick, that anything was wrong. Um, wow. But that's when I figured out that she was sick. Um, and I entered into this season of waiting because, one, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want mm-hmm. her to know that I had heard it. And two, um, 
I didn't really know what was going on. I was waiting to see, like, is she sick? Is she dying? Is it cancer? Is it what? Um, So that was the first time that I entered a season of the unknowns. Mm. Um, And I bring that up because that's one that's still kind of going on. We Mm. ended up finding out she has lupus and she has this, you know, autoimmune disorder. Wow. Um, And so just walking through that with someone who is your best friend and the Mm. person you confide in, like, it's really scary, but... Um, I've seen God's faithfulness through that mm. so many times. Awesome. Um, something that I've seen through God um, or through the waiting season is God winks. And mm. one of the God winks that I had actually came years and years later. Um, whenever I found this out, I was 14, like I said. Wow. And she's had her highs, her lows, her ups, her downs. There was times where I thought she wasn't even going to make it. Mm. Um, but then uh, I guess it was a couple years ago, we went to this church event together mm. And so this is my first God wink. I'll tell lots of them. I talk about God wings. I love the God wings. Yeah. And God wings for people who aren't in church. God wings are like little things that you know are from the Lord. Yeah. And they can be all different types of things. And you assert like, I love your God wings. And so you're going to get to really see what yeah. this is. And if you've never had a God wing before, just hold out. Pray yes. for that. Seek that. And gosh, when you have the eyes to see, you'll see it. Absolutely. I didn't know they were God wings until a long time later. So That's I call awesome. them that now. But before I just... That's awesome. crazy moments but um we were at an event and one day we were we were worshiping and my mom was at the event and um I just felt this urge to pray like super strongly like God just relieve my mom of her pain she has pain every single day of her mm. life wow and I was just praying so boldly I was like you know what I'm not just gonna ask I'm gonna say like God I know you will do this yeah um and so we are singing and the song ends and all of a sudden I see my mom walk to the front which she is not a person that goes and talks in front of people. Wow. And she asked for the microphone. And I'm like, what is Whoa. going on? And she, um, as she gets the microphone, she says, I just have to share this. This is crazy. She said, for the first time in years, she said, I don't have any pain in my body. Wow. And she said her hands, like usually she can't close them all the way just because like her joints have problems too. And she could, like, open and close them. Like, that morning, she couldn't even open her water bottle. I had to help her. And then all of a sudden, she could do all the things. And it was so cool. It was for the whole entire day. Um, But then the next day, she did go back to feeling how she did. But instead of me being like, man, God, you know, why didn't you answer that? Like, I thought you were going to take the pain away. I was able to see, like, God was just showing me, like, I can and wow. I had the ability to do that, but it's just not the time. Yeah. But he gave me that hope, and he gave me that That's glimpse of, so like, cool. I'm there. So this is, like, one wow. of the first times I was like, man, just because God isn't answering the prayer, like, maybe he didn't take it all away from her. Maybe yeah. she isn't just miraculously healed. He did give me this sign that he's there and that he's working awesome. and moving. And if when he wants to do it, he can. That's awesome. Um, and it's really cool, too, because for those who don't know you, like, you don't go to a super charismatic church. No. Like, like, so that's not, like, a thing. Like, people aren't like, and there's healing in here and no. here and here. So for God to do that, and I just want to make that point, because I think a lot of people think, well, like, God only heals in those certain yeah. situations or certain areas, but God is the healer. Yeah. So wherever he is, healing can happen. But even if he doesn't heal, that doesn't mean that he's not a healer. Right. And I, I was just listening to Bill Johnson wife just passed away mm-hmm. from cancer and yeah. um he preached two days later and it's the most incredible sermon and he said just because god didn't heal my wife who am i to question him as a healer yeah. and i was like that Absolutely. is so good like just because he doesn't do it in the way that you think doesn't mean it takes away the nature of who he is right. and he showed y'all a glimpse of like 
I can do this. Yeah. It's just like Shirat, Meshach, and Abednego. Their their faith was so awesome. Like you can do this. You're yeah. able to do this. But even if you don't, you're still God. Yeah. And I love that. You Absolutely. can see your faith in that so clearly. It's awesome. That's something I'm I'm learning so much because even still, like I think a lot of times people can ask, well, why do bad things happen? Like, mm-hmm. you know, why does God let these things happen? And I always go back to Exodus and I go back to Moses and the you know Israelites and Pharaoh and you know. So many times with the plagues, there's all these plagues that were happening, mm-hmm. and these are terrible things, and people are yeah. dying, and yeah. that just seems harsh because yeah. you're like, God, couldn't you just take that away? Couldn't you just let the, uh, the people go? Yeah. Um, but what I love about that part is that it keeps repeating over and over. Pharaoh's heart was hardened, mm. but it's so that God could be glorified and his yeah. wonders could be made known. And so sometimes God's just setting us up for a moment to be able to show his wonder and his wow, glory. That's good. You know, like show what he's done through this season. Maybe if you didn't go through this season, you wouldn't have this story to tell about how good yeah. God is and his character and his intentionality. It's good. So yeah. I've just learned like sometimes these things happen, but we have to get it to a point in our life where we're like, is it about me or is it about making God known? Yeah. And if it's about making God known, then it's okay. Like yep. bring it on. That's so good. Um, that's so good. But that was probably, that's probably been the hardest waiting season um, that's continual. Yeah. Um, throughout life, I've had tons of waiting seasons. Friends, high school was hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think anybody can relate to this. Absolutely. Finding friends is hard, it's especially hard. as a girl. And I think that's good to say because I, I just did something with Jenny Allen recently and she was asking me about friendships. And I was like, yeah, it's actually been really hard. And this was when I first moved here. I was like, yeah. it's been really hard to make friends. So I started this Bible study. She's like, wait, it's hard for you to make friends? I'm like, yeah, like to me, I'm like, why would that be a shock to you? Right. Isn't it hard for everybody? But people really do think certain people, it's not hard for them to make friends. Yeah. And people will look at you. I mean, it, it would be easy for me to look at you and be like, oh, well, you, it wouldn't be hard for you to make friends. You're so beautiful. You were a cheerleader. <laughs> like you just think certain people will have it easy, but it's hard for everybody yeah. to make friends. And so I know you went through that struggle too in high school. Yeah. And then I know the waiting on a boyfriend or a husband. You went through that, which don't we all? What was that? What was that season like? Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestseller, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, 
thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just now on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500 500. That's audible, A U D I B L E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500 500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. That was that's a hard one. That's one that I think everybody wants to rush because yep. you just want to feel loved and you want to have that desire and that yep. person, that person that you get to go through and do life with. Yeah. And even sometimes you just want to have that um, person that can into you I know for for times maybe not even the right ways when I say that I mean I wanted somebody to tell me I'm beautiful and Mm -hmm. I wanted somebody that I could post and I could have this you know relationship that I could show off and make it look like maybe I have things together when I really did not and so it was easy to rush into just these different relationships um uh some that you know led to really bad endings and some that just led to even things that were said that I just couldn't believe you know I had someone that told me when we were ending Mm. um they're like you're never gonna find someone that doesn't go out that doesn't party that doesn't do these Mm. things like they straight up told me that to my face Mm. basically saying to you like what you're waiting on is not gonna happen yes yeah which can cause so much fear and we've talked about this before that I had someone say something very similar that you know you're never going to find someone that could treat you the way I do, even though the way he treated me was not good. Right. You're never going to find someone who can put up with your lifestyle is what they said. Yeah. My lifestyle is in the lifestyle I didn't choose, but was given to me as having a platform. And like those words spoken, if if someone's ever spoken a word of you, that can make you have so much fear because you're already scared of the waiting. You're already scared of the unknown. And then when someone directly speaks to that, and I think like the enemy knows what you're afraid of. Mm -hmm. And I believe like knows exactly what you would need to hear that would just cripple you in fear. And it's those moments that you have to choose to either take the enemy's word or take the Lord's word. And um, you obviously didn't take the enemy's word. You kept moving on. And you have to share about how Luke, your husband now, was kind of like your dream guy. Like, literally. Because (laughs) I just love this. I just love this story. Yes. I, um... Obviously, I kind of just thought that, you know, there's no need to start over. I'm never going to be able to find my dream guy. That's what I was told. So I'm like, okay, that's true. Um, but there was this one guy that I thought was the most beautiful thing in the world. I like my whole life. Like I had always seen him and he either had a girlfriend or he yeah. was, um, I just didn't think I could have him. But I was like, that's the kind of guy I want. Like mm-hmm. he would you know, post Bible verses. I'm not saying that yeah, means yeah. anything, but like, but I would he see, really was like, he really was living it out. He went yeah. to the school I went to and he was a few years older than me. And like, everyone knew him as like the Christian yeah. guy, but like who truly lived it. Yeah. So you're right about that. He yeah. didn't just post <laughs> no. it. He lived it. I was like, this is what I wish I could have. Like, ah, oh, just, that's what I would dream of having. And, um, so one day I was at my house and, I was back when I had Twitter. I was on Twitter and I was just actually creeping his profile at the That's time. Awesome. And all of a sudden I get a text message and it is it just says, Hey, is this Elise? And I was like, Yes, who is this? And he said Luke Albritton. And I literally remembered running around the house like <laughs> That's screaming. So real. That's so I real. Was like, is this real? And I mean, it was. And he is everything that I hoped he would be, but more. Like wow. 
the things that I never thought I could have in a guy that I could have missed just by settling. Um, I got in Luke and he was my answer prayer. He was the things that I wanted. He's not perfect, but he's, he's a man living for God and he strives to lead me to the Lord every single day. Um, but the thing is I could have missed that. You know, if I would have rushed into something or if I would have settled and stayed in the relationship that I was in that was telling me I couldn't have these Mm -hmm. things, I never would have got to get to this point where I got to what God had in store for me. That's right. Um, And that's such a good point because sometimes you literally have to, because you could have had a different relationship and you could have had the person that you post with and you could have had the person, but like you knew that wasn't the best, that that wasn't God's best for you. You know, not that that guy, he, he can go on and get God's best for him, but like that was not God's best for you. And you had to intentionally step away from something that was known to a place that was unknown. And so sometimes that waiting time and that unknown is literally necessary to get you to where you're going. So it's not always a bad thing. Mm. It's it's actually not a bad thing. It's a necessary thing. I think a lot of people, it's like you so don't want the waiting that you um, avoid the waiting, but the waiting is necessary to get you where you're going. Absolutely. It's like even if you're going to the doctor, you got to wait in the waiting room to get to the doctor. But if you don't go to the waiting room, then you never get healed. Right. So it's like you have to, that is a necessary part of the healing process or of the journey of life. Absolutely. And what I love about your story, and we'll, we'll get to this in a second with with something that you were just waiting on. Uh, obviously, we can see the Lord has Lord has answered. Yes. We'll get to that for those who are listening. Uh, Elise is pregnant, and she yes. is the cutest pregnant person. <laughs> Hop on over to YouTube to see her cuteness. But um, but before I even go there, one thing I want to point out that is so cool about you, and you're gonna talk about this in your story. But your mom isn't totally healed yet, but yet you're still like praising the Lord and you're still talking about his goodness and even even to go through the Bible and be like hey here's these plagues and they're horrible and they're awful but look at the glory of God like even to find revelation in the word about the situation you're going to like the waiting is not worthless like I think so many people just skip through the waiting and they're like oh I'm pregnant or oh I have the husband or oh and like this podcast isn't about you rejoicing over God answering the things yes that is a part Mm -hmm. of it and that is incredible but it's also about you learning to to um, trust God in the waiting and you allowing God to be God. And so I just want to point that out because I think that is what I've seen is the most amazing thing about, one of the most amazing things about you because I got to walk through this next season of waiting with you. And even though you were sad and even though you were so desiring this child, you still praise the Lord. You still led worship at church. You led worship at conferences. You prayed over other people who were pregnant. You were rejoiced for them, even though it was hard. Like, I'm not saying it wasn't hard, yeah. but like you praise God through the whole thing. And I think that's a testament. And that's something that I would challenge the listener to. It's like, don't just wait till you get it, you know, to praise God and mm-hmm. like, praise him through the valleys. Cause like, I've seen you get to know God in a whole new way mm-hmm. that maybe you would have never before had you not gone through this time. Um, I just think that's really cool. Okay, so let's go into the pregnancy. <laughs> so let's go all the way back to when you open up to us about it at Bible study. Yeah. So at that point, you know, you were like, this is really hard. Yeah. Can y'all pray for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and what did just that journey kind of look like as y'all were as y'all were waiting for a baby? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was a different kind of wait than I'd been through. Because um, I've always known I wanted to be a mom. And I think that's like something that a lot of people, we have that desire. God built yeah. us with that desire. And so um, when we eased into it, when we started off, I was like, I know that this could be a possibility. It's, it's possible that we won't get pregnant easily. Um, but it really is so hard because that's something your heart desires and you're created to desire. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had to learn early on. I was like, okay, 
I'm in this waiting season. How am I going to wait? Yeah. Um, we get the choice, like how we're going to wait. And that sounds silly, but we do. We get to choose. Are we going to wait with hope? Mm. Or are we going to wait um, with self-pity and yep. drown ourselves in the sorrow and um, not let anything happen from it? Because yeah. you can either use it to glorify God and to praise Him and to see Him in a whole new light, or you can slip into this darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said earlier, that's what the devil wants is for yeah. us to slip into the darkness. Um, so early on, I chose that I was going to just rejoice and praise God through each moment, knowing that he had a plan that he was leading to. It wasn't always easy. And there was definitely times that I did not do a good job of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so glad that I made the choice early on because um, I got to see God in a whole new light. That's awesome. um, and that's something even I had to change my prayers. Like when I was praying at first, I was like, God, I want this baby. Like, I want this now. This is when I want. This is my timeline. This is how things need to happen. And then I got to thinking and I'm like, okay, I want this baby, but do I want this baby more than I want God? Mm. Um, And I had to start changing my prayers to be, um, God, I want this baby. Give me this baby to God. I want you. Wow. And when I, my prayers changed and I started praying that, even though it was hard and I was scared to pray that because I'm like, I still want this baby. Yeah. (laughs) But when I started praying that my whole spirit and everything about me just changed and I started seeing the good, not just the bad. Yeah. I remember even when I was, dating Christian and there was a time in our relationship where we were six months in already said we love each other already did love Mm -hmm. each other and I was like nervous that like is he really the one and I pray this prayer and I was like God like I love this person but I love you more and like and if you say this is not a person I will surrender this but even in saying that I was like but I mean I really would like for this to (laughs) be true (laughs) but but truly like but truly believing the words I was saying if it's not right I'd rather your plan you know and like it's really hard and it hits different when it's something right before you that you want so badly you know um like you really wanted this baby I really wanted him to be my husband um but but more than that I wanted God's will for my life because I trust and know God's will is perfect for my life and it's so good for my life it's not like I'm like oh I'm saying this because I have to Mm -hmm. because God is supposed to be number one it's because when God is number one my life is good like when you see that equation in your life always add up like when God is my priority life is good yeah. and that doesn't mean that things are going good all the time that right. doesn't mean that the baby is always going to come or the husband is always going to come or whatever but it does mean that God's faithfulness yes. is there which means his peace is yes. there which means his love is there and his joy is there mm-hmm. and that's what I desire over that's all right. things because you can essentially have the things that life has to give and be missing the true things that matter yes. like love joy peace like the the nature of who God is but when you have him and you have that that's when life is full absolutely um so as y'all were getting to the end of the waiting period, uh, y'all had a lot of God winks. Mm-hmm. So you just got to start. You can start anywhere, but I love the one. Obviously, we can go to the ladybug direction. Yes. Okay, we got to go ladybug direction. And then you have to go to you and Luke praying and worshiping. Yes. That is so cool. Okay. But the ladybugs is so cool. So I'll just set this up from my perspective. Um, like I said, we have been, she had been waiting for a while. We were talking about it a lot. It was like always kind of a point of conversation for us. And we had another friend who was actually also waiting for a baby in our Bible study who mm-hmm. did get pregnant eventually. And she gave Elise some advice like, hey, right before I got pregnant, God was giving me these like red birds wasn't yes, it red, red birds? birds and she was like and every time I see a red bird I was just so reminded that like 
God is thinking about me. Like God, God's doing something. God's in this. And so Lisa's telling me about this and then you got to tell the rest of the story. Yeah. It was crazy because when she told me this, I was like, that is so cool. And like, I know that this is the same God now as he was, you know, in all the Bible stories and everything. So I know he can do those things and I know he gives me God wings, but I was like, that is awesome. I'm so glad she got red birds, but like, I probably won't. I don't know. Maybe I will. Like, that'd be cool. Um, And I remember it was the end of November of last year. And we were, Luke and I were outside decorating for Christmas. And all of a sudden, a ladybug, like, flew up and landed on my arm. And I've seen ladybugs my whole life. But in that moment, I was just like, God sent me that. Wow. And it was kind of weird. And I was like, I mean, I think. But, like, it wasn't even, it just, I knew. I was like, that was from the Lord. And so I was like, there it is. That's my ladybug. And so from then on, I started seeing them everywhere, every single day. I would see them at um, school, I would where I teach. I'm a teacher, so I'd see them in my classroom, never seen them there. I'd see them at friends' houses that I'd go to. We were at a camp, a deer camp, and I've been out there plenty of times, never seen ladybugs, and I had just told Sadie about this. I, I just, for some reason, opened up to her and told her, I've been seeing time, ladybugs. Like, I, Morgan told me about seeing red birds. All of a sudden, ladybugs are showing up. I just feel like God's in it. I was like, wow, that's crazy. That's so cool. And then literally, we moved from the couch to go eat dinner, and something like flew and hit me in the face. I was yeah. like, ooh, that was weird. And we sat down, and then I see we see ladybug yeah. on the table, and I was like, oh, that must have been what just hit me. That's crazy. We just talked about ladybugs. And we looked up, and on the ceiling, no lie, there was like 15 ladybugs. I have a like, picture of it, yeah. It was, we were screaming. We were like, oh my <laughs> gosh, because like y'all go to the camp all the time, yeah. and there's not ladybugs out yeah. there. And right after she told me, the Lord is sending ladybugs, like I just feel like some, like it's something's happening, like yeah. something is shifting. Yeah. There's 15 ladybugs above our head. Yes. So that happens, and then a month later, a month goes by from the moment that you told me that we see the ladybugs at the camp and then you're this was now Christmas yeah. okay so start with Christmas yes this is crazy. so right before then I kind of got curious and I look decided to look up what ladybugs mean because I was like maybe there's some kind of significance here and um so that's when I saw that it means bringer of gifts that was one of the definitions wow. and I was like this is crazy that's crazy so I'm thinking, okay, Ladybug, bring her gifts. It's making sense, but um, we get close to Christmas, and Christmas Day is actually the earliest day that I could test uh, to see if I was pregnant. And, you know, I've tested many times and got many negatives, and part of me was like, should I test on Christmas? Like, I don't want to be down on Christmas Day. But then I got to thinking, I was like, you know what? If I test negative, like, I still have the greatest gift of all. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus, like, on Christmas, I get to rejoice in this baby being brought down to earth that's going to save us, you know, that's yeah. going to change the world. So whether I have a baby in my belly or whether I have the baby Jesus, yeah, like, it's awesome. going to be a good day. So I was like, I'm just going to go that's for it. Awesome. Um, and so that was just, like, the hope. That was already something like, I know God's with me in this. Mm-hmm. And then um, Christmas Eve, my sister-in-law came over and brought me a gift. I hadn't seen a ladybug yet on this day, so I'm like waiting for my ladybug every day, like, where are you going to be? And I opened it, and it was a stuffed animal ladybug. And I was just, like, emotional because I'm like, wow, like, that's cool. Like, this is tangible. Like, I can hold on to this ladybug and give it to whoever my future child may be. So the next morning, I wake up at 4 a.m. I sneak out of bed so Luke will not hear me. I had a test hiding in the bathroom, and I went and I took it. And immediately it popped up positive. Crazy. And I just was like, 
those ladybugs really were like oh my gosh it was insane yeah that is crazy and then luke woke up and didn't you put it in like the gif where like a watch was supposed to be epic it was like the sweetest video he just starts like bawling yes y'all were like y'all walked it out together like so beautifully it was so crazy so that happened she found out she's pregnant on christmas y'all like it's just can't crazy. Make that up. How you intentional. cannot make that up. And we always said the whole time we were like, it is gonna be God's perfect yeah. timing because that's that's who God is. Yeah. Like He's a God of timing. Like He's so intentional with the timing. And for you to wait, 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 see the ladybugs all month. Tell me about it. We see these fifteen. A month goes by. Your sister-in-law gives you the ladybug yeah. the night before you wake up the next morning, four a.m. Boom. Yeah. Positive. Like, it was insane. And then we got to see you shortly after. And she was like, I got a gift for you. And I was like, oh, shoot, I should have got a gift for you. I'm sorry. Like, (laughs) dang it. And we're back at the camp. And, like, I was like, because I knew at this point you would have either started your period or you were pregnant. But, like, whenever you're walking through that with a friend, like, you never want to ask, like, like, it's hard to ask because, one, if I ask you if you're pregnant, maybe you want to tell me a specific way. Two, if I ask you if you start your period, it could be really sad. Right. But I was like, I'm just going to go for it. So it's like, hey, so, like, <laughs> did you ever, like, start? And she's like, I know I'm supposed to start Tuesday. But it was Tuesday. And she was like, I was like, you go, wait, is today Tuesday? I was like, yeah. And then you're like, oh. And then you were like, change the subject. I got you a gift. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's so sweet. Sorry. And I open this gift, and it's the ladybug yeah. that her sister-in-law just got her with the positive prejudice. Yeah. I flipped <laughs> out. I was like, no way. It was just amazing. It and is. That's just, like, so fun because you really did walk it out with the Lord the whole mm-hmm. time. And you brought people in. And that was really cool because when you brought people in, all your people got to rejoice with yes. you. And we all got to see God be yeah. God. And so, man, like, there is this temptation when you're in the waiting season to not let anybody see it. Not let anybody in because it's hard and yeah. because you don't want that to be happening but when you let your people in one people can pray with you yeah. people can believe with you all that kind of stuff people can be there when it is hard people can be there with you you know when it when it's good but the rejoicing yeah. that was around y'all was Man. it was so cool like seeing all of your friends reactions it was really really yeah. neat and uh it was so sweet you got to tell your parents on Christmas Day we did. with the lady. You got to tell them about your mom's I gift. I do. I have to tell them about the mom's gift. And then my favorite part of all comes after, like three months later. Wow. Um, so that day we went to my parents and I was like, I just got to tell them like it's Christmas. I have to. And so I used the ladybug. Um, but before I opened my gift, we opened presents in random order. So it wasn't like we planned out when to open yeah. what. And I opened the gift that my mom got me. And I hadn't received, I had received my ladybug in my belly, obviously yeah. my baby, but I hadn't received or seen a ladybug that day. And, um, I opened it and it was an ornament with a ladybug that said 2022. Oh my God. So I started sobbing and my mom's <laughs> like, wow, she really likes this ornament. <laughs> and, but she didn't realize that she's about to find out that like, yeah, it was true. Like I got my ladybug. So that wow. was such a special moment. And she ended up opening the gift that told her next. Wow. It was crazy. Um, so that was so, such an awesome moment. But my favorite is three months later. I don't even know if you knew this part. I don't know if I do. Okay, this is the best part of the whole story, I feel like. Um, My mom, I went over to my mom's house, and she had been in the attic. Mm. And she comes down. Oh, you did too. Okay, yeah. This is, like, my favorite. And she said, hey, I was looking for baby stuff, and I came across something that was yours when you were a baby, like, born. And I was like, okay, like, cool. What was it? I didn't know if it was just, like, clothes. Yeah. Um, And she pulls out a ladybug piggy bank. And it's just... 
insane to me because in that moment I was like God knew Mm. from the moment that I was born when I was a baby that he was one day going to use ladybugs to bring me my baby and when I think about that I'm like how silly is it that all that time I could have questioned God and said God you're not here you're not answering my prayer you're not doing these things like why aren't you why are you making me wait like so many people don't have to wait but the whole entire time he was being that intentional that he was wow. going to choose to use a ladybug. Hmm. Like he picked a ladybug specifically that wow. was by when I was a child. And just to see that he really was intentional the whole entire time. Wow. Like he did care, but he knew that I would see him wow. so much more through this and that I would be able to glorify his name because so of this. Good. And, you know, it just it makes emotional sometimes because I think we can question God and wonder, are you there, God? Are you even listening? Are you caring? Mm. And he is, but he has something so much better. Yeah, so much better. And so now I get to have that piggy bank in her room. And it's just, it's the coolest thing ever. That is the coolest (laughs) thing ever. That makes me emotional. I have like chills. Like, (laughs) it's just the Lord is all over that. And and you could have missed it though. Like if you didn't, if you didn't seek the Lord in it, I don't think you would have seen like how intentional God was being this whole time. Like you said, you had to have a shift about a year before that went from, I want my baby, I want my baby to God. I want you and then you did get the baby but you got so much of him so much much of him and it's so cool like in Jeremiah when it says before I formed you I knew you (laughs) and so to think about like before your baby was formed God knows your baby but he also knows you and knew you before you were formed and he had this intentional gift for you Mm -hmm. that was going to be a generational thing like it's just it's it's wild. It's like beautiful. when you open your eyes to see God for yep. God, he will blow you away. Absolutely. Um, one thing I love about your story too is that um, it continues. Mm-hmm. I mean, here you are. You're what, eight months pregnant? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's just so <laughs> Almost crazy. there. We're really yeah. getting there. But what's so cool about it too is that a lot of people, I think, when they get the thing, then it's like the God story stops. Mm-hmm. But the God story for you continues. Yeah. And I just love that you have walked out this pregnancy with um, just so much goodness of the Lord and sharing that and being faithful that even your Instagram post the other day about what you put over Everly's uh, crib is just so sweet. Sorry, I just said the baby's name. It's okay. It's okay. I'm like, oh, should yes, we cut that Everly. out? Everly is just so beautiful. Yeah. I love her name so much. I love that from the minute you told us her name, like we call her by name yes. too. Like she's, she's there, she's you know, name. but over Everly's crib, like you've been so intentional. Tell us about that. Like what you put over her crib and yeah. why that was important to you. Yeah. Um, I think it's easy, and I try to be so careful with this. Like, now that I got the answer to the prayer, it doesn't mean, mean that my communication with God needs to stop. And, like, yeah. I don't have to be that deep in prayer, and I don't have to have these. Right. I mean, I can still continue to get these moments from the Lord mm-hmm. and give Him the glory. Um, and one of my biggest things that I do, the way I express myself, is writing. Mm. And so when I write, the whole time that I was struggling to get pregnant or any waiting season, I have so many journals, and I have a prayer journal. And so I just write down my prayers. Um, and so I've been able to go back through all the prayers that I prayed for her over the whole entire process. And as I was doing that, I was like, man, I just want something to have significance, um, in her nursery. Like I'm just a sentimental person. Like I'm cheesy about everything. (laughs) I make all these long posts. Like that's just who I am. I love it. Um, and I got to thinking, I was like, what better thing? Like I've seen God answer so many prayers. Um, what better thing than to have, um, hanging over her every single day, Mm. 
then the prayers are praying over her life. So good. And so we have two big gold frames, and um, I wrote a prayer, and then my husband Luke wrote a prayer. Mm. And then we blew them up into poster size, and That's they're awesome. hanging over her crib. So good. Because now I've seen God answer so many prayers, um, maybe in ways that I expected, maybe in ways I didn't, mm. but He always answers them. Yeah. And um, now I'll get to look at that every single day and pray them over her and watch them be answered so as she grows. It's so and so cool. I just I never want it. to forget that God is the reason yes. for all of this. Yes. And to continue to pray to Him and continue to give Him glory. And to let her know that. Like, yeah. she'll get to see that and be like, whoa, I was so cared for before yeah. I was even born. Like, yeah. I've been so prayed for my whole life has been established on this and it inspired me christian and i wrote prayers for honey when we were um on our baby moon and yeah. we like both wrote it out and i'm like man i want to i want to print that out yeah. like and just have that and so she can see that because it's already crazy like before we knew honey like we just knew she was in my belly and we were writing out these prayers and, like we were getting pretty specific with like characteristics of who she would be yeah. and it wasn't like oh this is who we want you to be it was like this is who we know you yeah. are like it was so mm-hmm. weird and now even seeing those prayers like it is honey james like wow. that is her like it is crazy and so the things that we were like prophesying over her is who she is and maybe it was god just letting us know that mm-hmm. like you just know your baby yeah. in a way that you can't really explain but I'm like I want to do that I want to print that out because it was just so cool and that was just such a good thing lastly I just want to talk to you about because there was a moment I I remember it briefly where there was like a worship moment between you and Luke Mm -hmm. and I want to talk about that because there are hard moments of it you know like there are moments where you get frustrated and there are moments where the waiting you're like okay for real like what's gonna happen yeah and this is just such a beautiful moment of you two coming together because you know, like I said, the temptation is to do it alone, but what does it look like when you come together and the power of that? So can you touch yes, on that story? absolutely. I'm so grateful for this moment. Um, so definitely were some hard times, and this may seem like what I'm talking about seems like all good, but I had some low points, and there was this one night where I was just down in my feelings, and I was kind of taking out on Luke. Um, I wasn't being very nice, and I was just letting the self-pity take over. I was mm-hmm laying in bed and I decided of all things to go on social media, which, you know, it can be great, but it can also make things worse for comparison. Especially when you're in that moment where you're like, you think you're just going to numb, but actually like the numbing, I talked about this recently, the numbing is not resting. Like the numbing does not make you feel rejuvenated. A lot of times it brings you down even further. Right. Right. And so that's kind of where I got. I started just getting lower and lower. And I know I knew that I wasn't being how I should to Luke. He didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. He just was kind of taking the backlash of it. And so um, he just kind of removes himself from the, the room and he uh, goes to his little hunting room, which is also where he does his Bible study. Mm-hmm. So I'm laying in bed and I'm just scrolling social media and I hear worship music turn on. And I'm like, OK, he's back there doing his Bible study. <laughs> And so I'm being bitter and I'm like knowing that's what I should be doing right now too. But I kind of just wanted to sulk. And so I kept hearing the music and then I felt like God started speaking to me and he was like, go pray with him. And I was like, "Mm, I'm good. But it was like, I clearly knew that's what God was telling me was to go pray with him. And I was even thinking, Luke's not going to want to pray with me right now. Like I was just rooting for no reason. But finally, after, I mean, it took me probably at least five minutes. And then I finally got up. I was like, okay. So I slowly walk across the house and I opened the door and I didn't really know what to say at first because I still felt bad. And he has his music on shuffle, his worship music. And I remember talking to Jesus was on. um, And so all I knew to say was, I was like, 
do you want to talk to Jesus together? <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. <laughs> he looks at me and he could have easily just said like, no, like we need to just take time. Like I need to just do this on my own. But he said, yes. And so he like looks at me and I said, and I normally don't say this, but I was like, do you want to kneel by the bed and pray together? And so once again, he says, yes. And, um, I remember this so vividly because one of my, our favorite songs or one of the songs that like when it came on, we always just like sang, you know, super loud and just declared, uh, was I'm going to wait on you, um, Maverick City. Mm -hmm. And that's our song. And so we got up and we were walking over to the bed and one song ended. And this is like hundreds of song on shuffle. And as soon as our knees hit the ground, I'm going to wait on you started playing. (laughs) And we both just started bawling because we were like, wow, there's God right there. Like, again, I could have missed that. I could have kept scrolling on my phone and like, and there's nights that I did do that. I'm not saying there's definitely nights that I did not do what I should have done. But in that moment, God wanted to show me like, I'm still right here and I'm still walking with you and it's going to be okay. And I will fulfill my promises in the way I see best fit. Yeah. Um, but we got to experience that together. And so then when we were praying, we had that in the background and we knew like, God, you're faithful. You're going to answer these prayers. It was just a powerful moment. That is so cool. I love it. There's just so much to be said about everything you just shared. But I I think one thing that sticks out the most is just your eyes to see him, you know, your eyes to see Jesus and your heart to seek him, seeing him and seeking him. Like they go hand in hand and Man, it, it made the story so much different. Your story could have been marked by the the length of time you didn't get pregnant. You know, your story could have been marked by your mom not getting healed. Your story could have been marked by um, a bad relationship. But your story is marked by the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. And that is incredible. And so, y'all, I know y'all have learned so much today <laughs> from this podcast. Gosh, I just encourage you um, right now, before you move on to your next thing, whether you're walking on the treadmill or riding in your car, are sitting in your dorm or wherever you are and wherever you're listening to this maybe you're sitting with your husband maybe you are listening to this together just take a minute and posture your heart towards the lord one thing at least did the whole time was she journaled her prayers and it has been so cool as a friend to get to see her look back from start to finish and see the hard moments and see the good moments see the moments that she was waiting and see the moments that the lord responded to the specific prayers she prayed and the specific things that the lord did in response so i just encourage you get with the lord maybe write out your prayers maybe it's your first time to do that Maybe just pray out loud and let God hear, you know, the things that you're saying. Maybe it's your moment to say, you know, I've been praying this way, but God, now I just want you. Just let yourself go there and have this moment. If this encouraged you or you know a friend going through it, send it along to your friends, send the link. It's always good to pass on good news. And we're just so thankful uh, for all of our sisters and friends listening and hope that in the waiting, you can just see God's goodness and praise him no matter if you have the answer or not. And then when you get it, to continue walking out that faithfulness to him. Love you guys. Hope you have a great rest of your week and thanks for listening.